Welcome to No Red Pen, the podcast that helps teachers make the most of educational technology in their classrooms. I'm your host, Tom Mullaney. This week, my 12 wishes for Google, Google Workspace and Google Apps for education, improvements, new features I'd love to see in the coming year. Let's go. So this episode will probably be my last of 2021. And in this episode, I'm just going to talk about Google Workspace and Google Apps and improvements, new features I'd love to see in them thinking about an education setting. This is somewhat inspired by a great SNL skit from back in the day. It's called Steve Martin's Holiday Wish. In in this skit, uh, Steve Martin wishes for all the children of the world to come together and join hands and sing in a spirit of harmony and peace. And as he thinks about that wish, he then adds more wishes. The wishes become more and more selfish. And he decides the logistics of his original good-hearted wish are impossible. So he just wants all these terrible selfish wishes instead. In this case, I think these wishes will be somewhat decent and possibly doable for Google. So just my thoughts as someone who works in educational technology on ways Google could improve for teachers and students. I'll link that video, by the way, in the show notes, although it is not appropriate to share with your students. Don't don't share with your students. All right. With that, number one will actually be Chromebooks. So I love Chromebooks. I love Chrome OS. I love doing things on the web and keeping things simple. And here's an issue with Chromebooks. When you're signed into a Chromebook, You do not have a very important feature, and that's the ability to sign into multiple profiles in the Chrome browser. And I use that, so I, in 2021, I used Linux, and now I use a Windows on a Dell XPS 17. And I sign in in and out of multiple accounts, my personal work, different school districts I work with. And teachers, they might sign at work, they might sign in to their personal, their work, their college or university, right? On a Chromebook, you just can't do this. The only thing you can do is click your profile icon in Gmail or Drive or Classroom and then add an account. And what that does is it causes all kinds of headaches and problems. So to sign into multiple profiles in the Chrome browser, you have to be in Windows, Mac, Linux. And I would just love it to be able to do that in a Chromebook. Now, to do that, you'd probably want a pretty good Chromebook you know, good processor, lots of RAM, all that stuff. But what an improvement that would be. And I think that would help districts get teachers to use Chromebooks. And it would make, you know, me able to have a Chromebook as a daily driver. So multiple profiles in the Chrome browser on Chromebooks. That's wish number one. Wish number two has to do with Google Chat. And as teachers, you may think, Google Chat, I don't use that. Let me tell you, Google Chat could and should be a game-changing app for teachers and students. Because think about what the real world is today. The real world today is, oh, put it in the chat, or I saw in the chat, right? If I was a teacher and Google Chat had what I needed to have, I would create a space. Those are the rooms, they used to call them rooms, where I'd have different groups for each unit, and I'd work with those groups in spaces. Now, why don't I recommend that for teachers? Because right now in a school district space, students can rename the space and they can kick out other members of the space. 
that's a, that's a non-starter for teachers. Students can't have that ability. When that changes and only the host or the creator of the space, the teacher, is able to do that, then I will be, you're going to hear on this podcast the ins and outs of how to do that and why you should do that and how that would work and how that starts students getting ready for Slack and other chat apps that people in the real world, in you know, the real world as best we can define it, uh, use. So spaces, I want to, I want Google chat spaces to have restrictions for students that then make spaces practical and useful for teachers. Okay, wishes three and four are in Google Arts and, uh, and Culture. And when we talk about that, I'm talking about specifically Google Expeditions. The first one is embeds. I want to be able to embed an expedition in Google Arts and Culture on a website. If I'm a teacher, if I can embed it on my unit website and I can pair it with a video, with even some notes I write up of some questions, a Google form, Oh, to have these two things in the same place would be so wonderful. At present, Google Expeditions and Google Arts and Culture do not embed on websites. Next one, there is a link in Google Expeditions. So there's a sharing link and there's even a button to share to Classroom. The problem is, is that link is always the very first scene. It's the very intro to the, uh, to the expedition. But expeditions have so much content. I would love as a teacher to be able to hyperlink to a specific scene or image in an expedition. That would be wonderful. And I could just direct students right there. Hey, I need you to look at this volcano or I need you to look at this place or location, right? Oh, that would be so great. So I hope that more specific detailed hyperlinking comes to Google Expeditions in Google Arts and Culture. All right, number five. In Google Docs, right now there are preview panels that, that let students view docs, slides, and YouTube videos that are hyperlinked in a Google Doc. What I need is I need those preview panels to work for Google Drive videos as well. And you may be saying, Tom, most of the video content they would need to see is in YouTube. Why do they need that? Well, think about what teachers do, especially with apps such as Screencastify, where they make videos that then live in Google Drive. If I use that Screencastify to give students feedback, I want them to be able to view it right there in the doc. So I want Google Drive videos to play in a preview window, or excuse me, a preview panel in Google Docs, just like YouTube videos do. All right, speaking of Google Docs, number six, smart chips. So smart chips are wonderful. I've speak, spoken about them at length. I talked about them last episode about my favorite Google updates for the year. But smart chips and preview panels do not work for Google Forms, Jams, My Maps, or Google Earth Projects. So as a start would just be to have the smart chip where you see the icon, the little Jamboard icon, the Google Earth icon, the Google Forms icon. That I think Google should be able to do fairly easily. Now I want, in a perfect world, I want the preview panels to work for them as well. Now I could see that working for Jams. I could see it working for Google My Maps because you can embed Google My Maps in Google Sites or any website. That might be a little trickier for Forms and Earth Projects. Google Forms would be tricky because preview panels do not let you edit docs or slides. And the whole point of seeing a Google Form is to answer it. So I don't know if that works or not. 
Google Earth projects do not embed on websites. I'm sure that whatever the architecture or however they make Google Earth projects, I tend to doubt that will ever be the case that they do. But oh, could you imagine if there was a preview panel in a Google Doc where you could see a Google Earth project? Wow. All right. So if you can dream it, you can do it as a creator once said. All right. Number seven. Number seven is Lexan fonts. And I just want them in two more apps. I want them in Jamboard and I want them in Forms. And yes, in Google Forms, there are now more fonts and are, or maybe there are going to be more fonts that you can include but it's nowhere near as much as all the fonts available in Docs, Drawing Sheets, Slides, and Sites. So just give me those Lexan fonts in Forms and Jamboard. And speaking of Jamboard, 8 through 12 are all Jamboard features that I would love to see. So number eight, the Google Classroom grading screen with Jamboard. Right now, if I assign a Jamboard Jam and then I go to grade it, give feedback, I can only see the first frame. Think about that if you had your students do Google Slides and you could only see the first frame in the classroom feedback screen. Now you can click the little pop-out icon and you can click it into a new tab, but I want that all there. So I want Jamboard Jams. I want to be able to see every frame in the classroom grading and feedback screen. Next, in Google Drive Advanced Search. So when you search your Google Drive, there's a button for Advanced Search, and you can filter by file type. And there are so many file types, but you know what's not one of the file types? Google Jamboard Jams. So I want that to be a drop-down feature. Now there is a workaround. You can type, literally type the words, type colon jam, one word, no spaces and it will filter by Jamboard Jams. But that should just be a default option. I hope that comes to fruition. Number 10, speaking of, in Drive Preview, so go to a Google Drive folder, click the Preview Eye icon, and once you're there, you can see every page in a Google Doc or every page in a PDF or every slide in a Google Slides presentation. But if you click a Jamboard Jam, again, you only see the first frame. Can I see all the frames, please? Oh, just that would be so easy. That would be so wonderful. Number 11, some content in Jamboard. So, and I understand that J Google has been very clear about this. Jamboard is for free form collaboration and brainstorming. If you want to make a beautiful presentation, you make it in Google Slides. Right tool, right job. Completely agree with that. Fair enough. Having said that, I would love it if I could insert a Google Slides presentation there. And just like in Google Sites, the little button, you know, slide one, slide two, slide three, you know, I want that in Jamboard. I think that would be so cool to be able to put my slide deck and then flip through the slides in a Jamboard Jam. But I'll also add for that wish YouTube videos as well. If I could just put a YouTube video there and click play and see it in the Jam, I think that would be pretty cool. And to me, that's still freeform collaboration and brainstorming. I could annotate next to that YouTube video. I could annotate next to that slides. Oh, please, please. I think that would be so cool. All right, number 12, a button. Speaking of Jamboard content, a button I would love to see in Jamboard. Two buttons, actually. One would be insert frames from Jams. So you know how in Google Slides you can insert slides from other presentations? Well, what if there was a button in Google Jamboard where I could insert frame and grab a frame from any other jam? 
Having said that, I know a lot of teachers want to be able to insert Google Slides, uh, slides, for, for lack of a better word. So if that button also had insert from slides presentations and then just like in Google Slides, you could add them. Now, how that would work, I don't know. Will that be one image on top of the frame? Will it be the frame background? I don't know, um, but I would want that to be a feature. So insert from presentations and insert from jams, hopefully that will come one day. Now, I said that was my last one. I lied. I actually have 13, so we got a bonus one. I'm going to call this 12. Maybe I'm being a little too superstitious about the number 13. But my bonus wish for Google would be rich text editing. So let's talk about rich text editing in, uh, in Google. And I'm speaking specifically about Classroom, My Maps, and Jamboard again. So in Classroom, we now have a rich text editor. It's a little half-baked. I can't hyperlink text. There's a lot of things I can't do. I can't embed a video right there uh, or other embeds. I would love the rich text editor in Google Classroom posts. So I'm talking about announcements, but I'm also talking about anything in the classwork tab from assignments to materials to questions. I want that to be much more robust, including hyperlinking. My Maps. So in My Maps, when you do a Google Earth project, there's a nice rich text editor. It's great. And you can hyperlink to external websites, but also to other elements in the Google Earth project. In Google My Maps, there is no rich text editor. If you want a URL to another website, you have to literally paste that URL, which is terrible form. Remember, screen readers see that URL and they read HTTPS colon slash like you don't want that. And you also seeing a full long URL makes your viewers eyes glaze over. They don't like that. So I want a rich text editor in Google My Maps and Jamboard Jams. So again, I understand Jamboard freeform collaboration and brainstorming. And what if when I click on that post-it note, not only do I have an ability to change the font to Lexend, but also I have the ability to hyperlink text or bold text or you know, things like that. That would be so, such an improvement. So what do you think? What am I right about? What am I wrong about? Are these good ideas? Are these <laughs> trash? You tell me. Thank you so much for listening. Much appreciated. I hope that you and your uh, loved ones are staying safe. If you celebrate a holiday this year, if you don't celebrate a holiday, I appreciate your taking the time to listen. And I hope that your winter break upcoming is peaceful, joyous, and relaxing. In 2022, if you want some great professional development for the for your staff, go to tommelaney.com slash consulting and you can get in touch with me. Please rate and review, especially in Apple Podcasts. That would be much appreciated. Thank you again so much for listening. Stay safe.